Welcome back to Figuring Out, a podcast curated especially for entrepreneurs, leaders, business owners, marketers, and creatives alike. My name is Kevin England, and I'm the proud founder and CEO of Vonazon. We're a full-service digital media agency that caters to clients all over the world, providing customized solutions for their sales and marketing needs. In each podcast, I take the time to discuss relevant topics affecting businesses today. I pull from my own business and personal experiences, as well as from stories of other people to provide you with helpful tips, advice, and guidance in hopes of leaving you with a meaningful message. In today's podcast, we will be discussing something that is important, but unfortunately is many times overlooked, effective communication across digital platforms. We live in a technology-advanced era that has transformed the way that we communicate. The bulk of our in-person communication has been replaced with video calls, texts, and emails. And many employees have gone remote, limiting their communication options. A true leader understands that in order to gain respect, they have to connect with their audience through effective in-person communication through today's digital channels. Being able to properly express yourself with those around you is an absolute art. It takes some people years to master, but don't worry because today we're going to give you a head start. So let's dive in and figure it out together. If you're trying to become a better digital communicator, you must first strive to become a better in-person communicator. A recent study found that 69% of managers are uncomfortable communicating with their employees. So even though much of our daily interactions probably takes place through a digital screen, you can imagine being a strong communicator online, but then coming across completely different in person. And that's probably not going to help for your best way to create a reputation for yourself. So before we dive into the factors that make a strong digital communicator, let's first explore some of the helpful ways you can properly and ex uh, effectively express yourself overall. According to Forbes, there are five C's to effective communication. And if you remember, I talked about effective in-person communication way back in one of my first podcasts uh, where I talked about a good friend of mine, Bob McGonigal. The number one way is to be clear. Before communicating, identify key points that you want to get across and that you're hoping to gain from the interaction. And if you're trying to address an issue, Figure out what personal value of yours you felt dis was disrespected and clearly communicate it on how it made you feel. It may not be you know, easy to do, but without initiating some type of conversation, change cannot and will not occur. Number two is to be concise. Keep your requests direct, simple, and straight to the point. People have a short attention span as is, so try not to ramble off topic too much. The less wordy, the better. Don't get too caught up in the story. Focus on getting your point across in the most effective way possible. And number three, offer a compelling solution. After communicating your point, provide a solution that you'd be happy with. 
If your original solution is not accepted by the other party involved, well, strive to negotiate and consider settling on some type of compromise. And number four, be curious. And this is really important. I'll even say it again, be curious. Don't just focus on the message that you want to convey. Be curious about what other people have to say and genuinely listen to their responses so that you can understand their concerns. This will give you a leg up throughout the conversation and might even change your point of view. Number five is be compassionate. Mutual respect starts with kindness. So try to put your own biases aside when communicating. Making people feel appreciated also makes them feel safe around you. And this is a great way to get people to open up. And maybe even they'll listen to you. The five C's enhance your own personal communication skills. But a proactive business leader, a boss, a manager, knows that no matter how much you improve your, your own communication skills, if it's not something that is prioritized by the rest of your team, collaborative progress can really not be achieved. Effective communication needs to start with you, but then it needs to trickle down to your team. As CEO, I know that I can't always know what's going on with my employees, especially if they don't feel comfortable enough to communicate with me. But even though I may not always know all of how my employees are feeling, I can facilitate an environment where they feel comfortable enough to express themselves openly and honestly. That's why here at Vonazon, we have implemented an environment that encourages open dialogue and welcomes uncomfortable conversations. Here are just some of the ways that we've curated and created a safe space for conversations to take place in our office. We have a 24 by seven open door policy to promote a transparent work environment. Our employees know that HR and I are always available for a quick conversation or chat. We have weekly Friday meetings with our entire team where all of us come together on the big brown couch and have a collaborative conversation about everyone's work week. And I try to get my employees to open up about how they're feeling so that we can all help in supporting each other's point of views. We also have a separate suggestion box that allows our employees to submit anonymous requests whenever they have a suggestion on how to improve our office environment. I know that might sound archaic, but it's a great way to get a little bit more information from your staff and team. At the end of the day, it's these little things that encourage open dialogue and make our team feel heard. Promoting healthy in-person communication is a great way to maneuver your way through effective digital communication. But that's not to say that in-person communication and digital communication are one and the same, because they're not. So really, what is digital communication? Well, in business, it involves an organization's online communication you know, with their clients, prospects, employees, and, and even their stakeholders. Personally, it does somewhat the same thing, but it's more directed and related to your personal reputation. It spans across websites, chats, forums, online blogs, emails, social media, and so much more. As of January 2021, Statista reported that the number of active internet users was 4.66 billion. 
So successful companies today need to be well-versed in digital communication because the majority of the people that they're trying to target are already online. It's for this reason that digital communication is often far more strategic than in-person communication, which kind of can be somewhat random. Before we go any further, let's discuss three simple skills required to be a successful digital communicator. And number one is adaptability. In the digital realm, conversations can shift very quickly. People can interpret your message in hundreds of different ways, and this is often leads to confusion and, and even conflict. You have to be able to adapt to a potential crisis in any given moment. More often than not, you have to be able to quickly shift the way that you're thinking. Number two is empathy. It's easy to forget that we're talking to people when we're sitting behind that you know, digital screen. But reminding yourself that your messages are being received by an actual human being will help you to establish a more meaningful connection. No one wants to feel like they are being spoken down to. They want to feel understood. Number three, a commitment to learning. Digital technology is evolving more and more each and every day. The platforms that we utilize today to communicate back you know, and forth will likely change the way that we progress forward. Having an open attitude to sudden change and learning curves will allow you to adapt new digital channels much easier. Just like in-person uh, conversations, you have to remember that your manners when speaking to other people online. Digital screens and casual online lingo can sometimes make it hard for us to remember that our bosses and managers, clients, coworkers, and employees are on the other end. I'm sure that many of us have heard of proper etiquette. Well, have you heard of proper netiquette? And I promise you, this is, this is a real thing. Netiquette refers to the way that you behave online on social media, both personally and professionally. And since the majority of our online communication is completely nonverbal in written text, you're unable to use facial expressions or a tone of voice to back what you're typing or necessarily even saying. This makes digital communication somewhat of a gray area because people are left to interpret your message however they like or how they feel. To avoid confusion or unintentionally insulting someone, here are a couple tips to remember the next time you communicate through the screen. Be cautious of sarcasm. Even if you have a sarcastic personality, be very cautious using it online because people can't always determine your tone and sarcasm sometimes can get lost in translation. Use correct grammar. Even though the internet's language is simplified and sometimes even lax, it doesn't mean that you should start speaking with business professionals like they're your closest friends. Typos and improper grammar reflect poorly on your professional image. So avoid using casual abbreviations like LOL or BRB, and maybe consider down, downloading, you know, browser extensions like Grammarly and, you know, that proofread your messages before you send them. Here's a strange one. Consider your email address. 
Statista reported that during the height of the pandemic, 76% of U.S. adults used email to communicate with one another. Since many people use email as their main source of communication, be sure that your address and subject line reflect your level of professionalism. The email address that you use should be free of nicknames, slang, or strange spellings, especially in business. It's always a good rule of thumb to separate email addresses for both personal and professional. And don't type in all caps. <laughs> in online communication, all caps usually is translated in yelling. This is not a great way to emphasize what you're trying to say. If you're trying to emphasize something, use italics or maybe bold typeface instead. And also, don't, reflect, uh, don't forget to reply. If someone sends you an email or an online message, shoot them a quick reply. It's okay if you can't help them you know, right away. You know, we all get busy. But at least acknowledge that you've received their message. This way the sender will have peace of mind and won't feel the need to send multiple follow-ups. I gotta tell you, this is a pet peeve of mine. If someone sends you an email, just respond as quickly as you can. How would you feel if you asked me a question and I took days or even weeks to respond? You'd think I didn't care. But if I responded immediately, even if I didn't have the answer, to just let you know that I heard you, but wouldn't be able to respond until next week, at least you'd know that I respect you and the question that you asked. Next one is to respect the privacy and the rights of others. Only share someone's story, their picture, or message if you have permission to do so. People's words are their property. So you shouldn't forward a personal email or a conversation to unintended parties. Here at Vonazon, we recently helped a financial consulting group edit some of their online resources because they weren't granted permission to use a specific company's name within the copy. So my team had its tedious job of editing their online content and making sure that it was free of other company mentions. After the fact, they were able to display these resources again on their website and through their digital channels. It just goes to show how sensitive people and even companies can be about their online mentions and how careful you must be when writing and communicating online. So before I sign off today, I wanna leave you with this one last recommendation. Don't be afraid to have fun. Digital communication is a tool of expression. So even though you should try to remain pop proper when you know, speaking with business professionals, don't be afraid to be yourself. Assess the interaction and then go from there. Some companies are laxer than others, so your online messages don't always have to be cut and dry. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. According to Adobe's 2021 Emoji Trend Report, 76% of people agree that emojis are an important communication tool for creating unity, respect, and understanding. So don't be afraid to send a little smiley face once in a while or even a funny GIF to brighten up someone's day. As long as you remain respectful, courteous, and apply the golden rule of treating others how you would want to be treated, then you too can master the art of becoming an effective digital communicator. 
So until next time, my name is Kevin England and keep figuring it out.